everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. I am here today with a repeat guest. She was on my program uh, at least a few years ago, probably like more like four years ago. Uh, her name is Chris Olson, and she was the founder of a company called My Founder Story, which has modernized and elevated and become something wholly different, but also amazing called Publisher. Welcome to the program, Chris. Thank you, Stephanie. I'm happy to be back. Oh, yes. So can you give me just or and give the listener a little bit of a transition story of how my founder story became Publisher? Yeah, absolutely. So my founder story, you're right. It was four years ago. My founder story was founded in 2018 as a platform for elevating the stories of women uh, owned businesses. And throughout that time, we told the stories of more than a hundred women and provided more than $250,000 in grants um, to women owned businesses and services. Um, and that evolved over time into Publisher, which is a women owned and focused publishing company. So uh, we've joined forces. And uh, so we focus now uh, specifically on helping women publish books, magazines, journals, um, anything focused on women. Um, and then uh, my founder story is now Publish Her Story, which is still the online platform for, for telling um, women's business owner stories and, and author stories as well. So tell me about the transition or why you felt there was a need for a transition in name. Obviously, publishing is also a gritty business. So how did you decide that you were going to put your toe in that water? Well, I was already, I had been helping women publish for many years. So as a communications consultant, I was working with lots of different women business owners, helping them. I ghost wrote books for them. I helped them write their own business books and some self-published, some published with uh, publishing companies. So I was sort of their their guide or their Sherpa on that journey. Um, and so I had a lot of uh, experience helping women publish and then self-published my own book uh, during the pandemic and uh, just really became, you know, through conversations and uh, and connecting with people, learned that there was just a, a bigger demand than I thought <laughs> for publishing. And so, um, and so, and really for this sort of guided publishing, so not the traditional publishing, more of a guided publishing um, journey. And so that um, publisher was launched, you know, separately initially from my founder story. And then it became evident to me that they really were kind of complementary, right? So it made sense to me to, to um, combine those two brands and make it publisher story and, and publisher. When you talk about a guided publishing situation, can you explain to the listener what that means? Because I think it's, unusual, but amazing. And more people would do it if they knew about it. Yeah. So there's really three main types of publishing, as you know, since you just published, right? Yep. Um, so there's traditional publishing, which is where the publisher um, sort of calls a lot of the shots. <laughs> um, they invest in you as an author, but they have a really distinct view of what the product should be. Obviously, it's still your content, but they're, they're really involved in what it should look like. And they sort of take the reins on that entire process. You're still largely responsible for marketing. As you know, you've got to market your book. Um, you, you're ultimately uh, responsible for the success of it, but they, 
they really are sort of um, doing the lion's share of the work. And sometimes you don't have say in some things that you might want say in. They also retain the rights to your book. So that means if your book becomes a movie, <laughs> you know, they're the ones who are sort of uh, taking that and uh, and getting some of that uh, credit and and uh, financial benefits from that. And it may not benefit you at all. Um, and so we, so, well, and then there's the second kind of publishing, which is the other end of the spectrum, which is um, self-publishing, right? And so that's the exact opposite where you have full control and full say of what you do, how much you charge for your book, what you decide to do with it, you own your rights, all of that. Um, so somewhere in the middle, there's a lot of different sort of variations in the middle. Um, there's hybrid publishing. We don't really consider ourselves a hybrid publisher because the author is more involved in the process. And so what we do is using um, sort of this model that I've created through my work with lots of authors have figured out a way to help guide them through the process. So they are really involved in each stage of um, the book design, book editing, uh, book marketing. So we really guide them through it and really set them up for success they still are responsible for marketing, just as you would be with a traditional uh, publishing company. But um, we really kind of give you more of a behind the scenes look and more say. We also are really, it's important to us that um, authors get 100% of their book royalty. So um, since we don't retain any rights to our author's books, we don't request any royalty. So authors get 100% of their book royalties um, they don't have to purchase book inventory. A lot of times when you work with a publisher, you're required to purchase inventory. Um, we work exclusively with on-demand printers. So you can purchase one book or you can purchase thousands of books, whatever you want, but you're not required to do that. And then we have a really, a shorter, a more abbreviated timeline. So an author uh, gets a timeline up front. Um, and that's kind of a big differentiator too, because uh, the publishing journey for most folks, whether you're going hybrid or traditional, is a long journey. Uh, we can give someone a really um, succinct timeline, and it never takes, it typically doesn't take more than three months to to publish with us. Wow, that is fast. Because um, mm -hmm. it traditionally, in my situation anyway, it took 11 months, and they thought that was really fast mm -hmm. um, from the time that we signed the contract, as it were. What is hybrid? Hybrid is um, is is really a combination of self-publishing and traditional. So it takes some aspects of traditional, some aspects of self-publishing. But hybrid typically also retains rights to your book, and they also take a percentage of your royalty. So in my opinion, they have kind of some of the um, the trickier <laughs> uh, parts of traditional publishing, which is sort of like the the things that could maybe a, a negative to some authors. Right. And do you feel that this model gets more stories into the world or takes away some of the barriers that people might be feeling from traditional publishing? Because it's it was a dog-eat-dog -dog business before, and it's consolidating now. And with COVID, I feel like it's just getting even more challenging. Yep, you're absolutely right. I think what my view is, is that it's getting stories out there that need to be told. So because we're focusing specifically on women. We're focusing specifically on women of color, uh, women in the LGBTQ plus community. So we're really passionate about elevating those voices. And um, those are the voices that aren't 
traditionally heard. Um, the publishing industry is still a male dominated industry, like lots of industries. Um, you know, most books published traditionally are uh, white men over the age of 40. And they are at, you know, not surprisingly at the top of the pay scale as well. So, you know, we're, we're trying to do our part to, uh, to amplify the voices of, of marginalized people, folks, and, um, and, it is still a dog eat dog world and it probably will continue to be a dog eat dog world. One thing that's important. So when people choose the self-publishing route, um, what happens is they don't know what book industry standards are and what publishing publishing industry standards are. So the benefit of working with um, someone like Publish Her is that we know what book what what a book should look like like what the publishing industry standards are so that if you if you want to get into a bookstore you can bring your book in and it looks like it was professionally designed it it reads like it was professionally edited we have you know i really pride our, our we pride ourselves on having a really great team of editors and designers and marketers and so when your when your book comes to the world uh, it's, it looks like a book that's, you know, from a top level traditional right. publisher. When you are talking about marketing, I know that that's not something you guys handle. Do you have subsequent packaging that people can purchase to help with marketing or do you just send them on their way and that's not something you get involved in at all? So, um, you know, this, cause you and I have known each other for a long time, but my background is marketing. So I said, we, our process is intentional about setting folks up with a solid marketing foundation. So before we even get started on uh, digging into editing and design, we do marketing. So we do um, we do a keyword search. We figure out you know what's the best genre for their book. What are the uh, how are they going to be found? So we set them up with um, category and keyword research. Then we help them develop their description, their book description and their author author bio. And those are keyword rich, meaning that we, you know, put their keywords in there so that they're more likely to be found. So that's the very foundational piece. We do a news release. We do social media and e-news. So uh, we, we help them with advanced praise so they can get uh, reviews for their book before they publish. So we do do some marketing. What we do is the foundational marketing, which is, which is also completely different from most hybrids. Most hybrid publishers do not do any of that. Um, and authors are really left to do a lot of that on their own. So that's a key difference for publisher. Um, and then we don't have subsequent packages to answer that question. We are working on some partnerships so that we can, um, you know, refer folks to, to people who want to continue on with that journey. Um, and that's something that we hope to launch in 2023. Oh, see, I'm so smart. I figured that out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's, you know, this whole publishing journey has been really interesting. My husband and I both in the same year published books. Um, I wouldn't have published my book if it wasn't for him telling me, you know, you should do this. Mm-hmm. I probably also wouldn't have done it if it weren't for COVID that gave me the time to do it. And both of our experiences have been super different I'm working with, you know, Minnesota Historical Press, which is a local company. I'm also, a cookbook is a pretty different project than a fiction book that my husband is, his is fiction. You know, he's with a national publisher. And it's really interesting, the different 
scenarios that we've both experienced, some good, some not so good, you know, depending on what your goals are. I really do think that getting the story out in the world, because so many people have stories, right, that they want to share. They just don't know what the first place to start is. And, you know, we're down to like 250 agents in the world, right? Mm -hmm. For the, for the publishing industry. And then the agent has to sell your book and represent it to a publisher. And most publishers won't take you without an agent because you can't really go direct. So it's a really archaic process and old fashioned, but at the same time, it's the only one in a lot of respects, unless you go the route of self-publishing and that for a lot of people, that's excellent. You know, it has the opportunity that they need to get a book out, to get into the marketplace. If you're on a speaker circuit and you want that book, you know, as collateral or as a way to elevate your message, there's a lot of reason why people publish books, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And to your point about agents, the agent has to sell your book, but you first have to sell yourself to an agent. And that I think is the hardest part. Like you said, there, there's, you know, only a couple hundred, hundred book agents in the world. So it's sort of like, um, you know, you first have to convince them to take your book and then they have to, you know, sell your book to the publishers. And so that's part of what takes so long. You may never, ever get published that way, even if you have an agent. So, and the, the, um, there's the statistics around the number of books that are published a year. I mean, there's, there's, um, there's over, I think 1% of authors are published traditionally um, each year, which, wow. which equates to, which equates to fewer than 8,000 people. So if you're trying to go the traditional route, chances are it's not going to happen for you unless you're an influencer, uh, a celebrity, you know, someone who has some real clout and influence um, that you can do that. So it's really time for people who are interested in publishing to to get over the, you know, I don't want to self-publish or I don't want to hybrid publish or, you know, I really want to tradition publish traditionally. Um, that's a great goal, but it's, it doesn't happen for most people. And I think identifying what your goal is too, like yep. for a regional, I'll just use myself as an example, you know, for a regional cookbook, I didn't have aspirations of, you know, that I'd be on the New York times bestseller list. So the fit that I found for me was perfect. And sometimes mm-hmm. You know, people have like a just thinking about cookbooks in particular, you know, dietary restrictions or things that they want to write a book for a specific person or a specific lifestyle. Like sometimes self-publishing, I think for those actually makes more sense. Yeah. And and to your point, if you have if you're if your book is to highlight your story or your especially and so this is how I got started was helping women in business write books, right? So it's a way to elevate what you're doing in business. So if you're a coach, um, you know, if you're a cook, you know, if you're someone like you who um, develops recipes, you know, there's a million different sort of women in business scenarios where a book would really complement what they're doing and really help elevate what they're doing. A lot of public speakers want books um, that they can, you know, sort of elevate their formula or their process or whatever their secret sauce is, you know, sort of like, um, so there's a lot of great reasons to, to publish and you're right in those cases, uh, it makes absolute perfect sense for, for those folks to either publish self-publish or do a, you know, sort of a hybrid or guided, um, publishing scenario. Okay. So a lot of people have been writing books their whole lives, right? They've been, you know, Stephen King famously would get up at 5 a.m. 
he would write until eight o'clock, then he would go to his day job. And he just stayed with that process, even when he became a prolific writer. And he's written so many books because of that. Do people come to you with like books that you're just like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And we have to like fix it or clean it up or it's just not a story that anyone wants to read? Or do you just go into it with no judgment and meet them where they're at and help them finish up the project? Well, so there is, for us, there is a distinction. We don't want to just publish any book. So that's another piece that hybrid publishers, um, some have a bad rap because they'll just publish any book. So okay. it's like, just give me your money and I'll publish the book. Yep. That's not our approach. Um, and that's why we say we're not really a hybrid publisher because we do read every manuscript that comes to us. We decide, is this a book that fits under the publisher imprint? Is it something that we want to publish? Um, in a lot of, in several cases, we're working with several authors right now where we're doing developmental editing with them, which means we're helping them polish it. We're helping them, you know, work on the story, the characters, whatever needs polishing. Um, we're helping them do that. And so in those cases, it does take a little longer, right? It's not going to take three months if you have some work to do. If a manuscript is ready, it takes, you know, less than three months, but you know, some people, um, it takes a few more months to kind of get their story in order. So we do help um, people with developmental editing up front. Um, some people are just ready to go. So we just start, we work with them on copy editing and um, proofreading and those sort of sorts of things. So we sort of meet people where they're at in terms of their um, manuscript. If we do get a manuscript that is just not ready. So we have gotten some that people have an idea. Um, maybe they've been writing their whole life, but they, you know, their idea is not fully fleshed out yet, whatever that might be. Um, we do have some partners that we refer people to if they need more help than what we can provide. So I never say there's a terrible, <laughs> there's no such thing as a terrible book, Stephanie, but there are books that just aren't ready yet. Right? Like, so I think, um, part of what we do is help people get ready. And then we've launched a, several workshops this year uh, or for 2023 too, that will help people get ready. So um, we've got a uh, women's writing circles, which are starting in um, February. We're working with Kate Hopper, who is a, a amazing local um, writing teacher, creative writing teacher and editor. Um, so she's running writing circles for us starting in February. We've got um, self-guided self-publishing workshops, We've got, um, and we'll be launching a write your business book workshops. So we've got lots of um, tools that we're launching in 2023 to also help people get ready who might not quite be ready yet. When we talk about um, publisher and bringing a story to light, is there like a price range? It's like from X to Y so that people, if they want to do this, kind of know how much they need to set aside. Yeah, so for a chapter book, package starts at $7,000. And so $7,000 includes um, the all the marketing, all the editing, all the design, interior and x-ray, and, and then uploading your um, book files to platforms. So we upload to Amazon, of course, and Ingram, which is the largest book distributor uh, that distributes to bookstores. So a lot of women want to be in bookstores. So You've got to be an Ingram if you want to be a bookstore. So we upload their um, books to pub those print-on-demand platforms, um, and then they're ready to go. So that's that package is around seven thousand dollars. But then it depends on you know if you have a cookbook like you do, that's obviously a lot more design work. So there's yep. you know things like that to consider. Um, or if you 
uh, want to do hardcover or, you know, there's some other things to consider, but that's the starting range. And then since $7,000 is not affordable to a lot of people, um, we, that's why we're launching guided self-publishing workshops, because that those workshops are actually helping people through that process of step-by-step self-publishing themselves. And we're really excited about that because it's for, for me, it's largely about accessibility. And so I want people who, you know, marginalized folks who, who may not have access to these opportunities. I want them to be able to publish too. So um, the guided, guided self-publishing workshops are, um, $500. And then you can choose to go on from there and you could, you know, work with someone who can actually help you after that, but we'll show you how to do it. I'm going to ask you a really weird question. So prepare. Um, (laughs) I just think it's so funny that here we are two women that have known each other for over 20 years who started in the radio business you were in promotions. Last uh, promotions gig, I think, was at Cities 97. I was a salesperson at KS95, K102, KFAN. And that here we are, we've both found ourselves in this weird industry called publishing. I mean, who would have thunk it really? Well, I think it's true. And I do think there's a connection to media, right? Because it's like, if you think about a love of media. And I know you loved media. You've loved it. You've loved it. You've loved print media. You've loved broadcast media. You still love media, right? And I think for me too, there is this sort of rootedness, I guess, in media for me that I just, media, I love media. I love learning about new forms of media. I love exploring new media. I I just, um, and storytelling. So I think that's another thing you and I have in common. It's just this sort of innate um, passion for telling people's stories and right. for getting stories out in the world. And so uh, to me, publishing for both of us makes perfect sense, <laughs> you know, cause it's like given our, you know, given our backgrounds and sort of who we are and what, what makes us tick. Um, it does make sense to us. But if you just, you know, if you try to draw the line from radio, <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I think there's something deeper there. So I don't think that's a weird question at all, but that is something I've thought about as well. And also both being like solopreneurs, right? Yeah. And, you know, it takes a lot of risk and many people are afraid to go out on their own because they're risk averse. I probably should have done it way earlier than I did. Me too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Me too. I, I feel the same way. I'm like, why didn't I do this like 15 years earlier? I don't really know, but yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Now, when you talk about media, your company does things other than books. You mentioned magazines. Yeah. Um, Can you tell me more about those other pieces of content and what you do there? So all of our um, publishing is print on demand. And so print on demand lends itself really well to magazines and journals and anything that you want to do for your business. So um, you might want to do a a magazine, right? Like a quarterly magazine. That's um, just all the recipes that you've highlighted that quarter. So it's really um, the same process that we use for publishing a book only uh, it's a lot quicker and it's a lot more straightforward. So, you know, book requires a, a ton of editing, um, whereas other media forms, especially journals and things like that, um, are easier to and quicker to publish. So we help people in that process. And we've done a few where uh, women business owners have had journals. So there's a business in New York that does women's uh, gift boxes. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, she wanted, she was doing journals and she was 
kind of purchasing wholesale journals, right, to put in her gift box. And she wanted to do a custom journal. So we created a custom journal for her. And now she just orders them on demand as often as she needs them. But, um, you know, we actually did the design for her and, and we upload the files. And so it's, it's, you know, it can be purchased on Amazon, but she can also um, order those at cost as often as she needs to. So, so this print on demand has really um, lends itself well to sort of these other print opportunities, which, um, can be really expensive when you're just working with a regular printer, but are super affordable. Um, You know, for example, if you purchase your, a person who uh, publishes a chapter book with us, a chapter book is traditionally like, you know, a 70,000 word book costs about $4 for the, for the author to purchase on Amazon. And so, you know, if the average book price is $15, she's paying $4. She can order one or like I said, as many as she wants. So, and magazines are around that same price, right? So if you were earning those from a regular printer, you'd have sort of print minimums depending on the printer. But um, so it's a really affordable way to kind of uh, promote your business, elevate what you're doing in a different for, different media form. Yeah. So. Do you think you will take this into other mediums like video or potentially broadcast, um, podcasting, or do you feel like you'll stick with the written story? Well, I, I do love the idea of a publisher podcast. Um, but it's, it's too much. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I'm always thinking bigger and then I sort of have to rein myself in. Um, but I do, I love the idea of video and podcasting. Um, and so maybe, maybe that's a one day kind of goal. Um, but for now, I think it's gonna, it's gonna, it will focus, we'll continue focusing on, on print and digital, uh, yeah. digital media. It's super fun to talk to you. I feel you like too. you've really got this, like, I don't know that it's going to sound patronizing, but like, you've really figured it out, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, I'm happy. Thank you. It sounds <laughs> like you just got this all dialed in from so many different angles and A, I'm proud of you because I'm just your personal friend, but B, I've seen women that you have helped publish and you're just getting great stories out there and not, not to be overlooked is this idea that you're helping people that wouldn't be in the traditional publishing space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the more of those stories that get out into the world, the less barriers there will be to hearing those stories or knowing people that don't look like yourself. And all of that, I think, creates tolerance and diversity and is the way that many of us want to show up in that world. Absolutely. Thank you. It's, it's always a pleasure to talk to you as well. And um, it's fun to see you. And um, yeah, I, I, I feel like, um, I don't know, you and I had this conversation, but I feel like your path leads you where you're meant to go. Yes. And I just feel like this is it, right? Like yeah. all these other stops along the way have been really meaningful and where I was supposed to be at that time. And to me, this is the job that I will uh, do for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you've arrived. This yes, is the spot exactly. you were training for. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, so it's fun to, to be here and I, I, I am super energized about it and I love the work that I do. So it's yeah. fun, to talk, fun to talk to you about it as well. Yeah. I love it. Thanks, Chris. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you or reach out, how should they do that? Uh, we are online at publishherpress.com, two H's, publisher. Uh, press.com um, and uh, and the, all the social medias publisherpress.com as well. All right. Or- Please follow them and look for more stories in the future and happy 2023. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm.